This week on the Pushable Leg Podcast, we have all our predictions for the trends in the fitness industry in 2018. Remember guys, you heard it here first. Three, two, one. It's 2018. We're going to predict some trends, Dan. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Inc. And me, Tom Hall, presenting episode 101. Mate, First... I, nearly, I nearly just forgot what I say in the intro. I'm not, like, <laughs> you were talking then, I was like, shit, what do I say? Like, uh, and then I realised it was really simple. Only done it 100 times. That's right. I know, 101 now. Mm. Um, yeah, mate, so how are you? We're into the brand new year. Same old shit, nothing's changed. <laughs> except, except Halo Top is now in the UK. Oh, shit, I know. It is I still haven't some yet, but I'm going to go, <laughs> go tomorrow, literally... I've got two and a half hours during my day tomorrow with Isabel while Laura's out of Pilates class. I'm taking her to Tesco. We're going on a trip to Tesco. We're not going to go out anywhere nice. We're going to go to Tesco. We're going to buy some Halo Top and we're going to be happy. And I'm also going to get a Reese's egg Ooh. because they're fucking incredible. You see, and I think well, they start them in Tesco as well. Uh, I, well, I've had one already. Oh, are they good? Um, yeah, they are good. But imagine... That wasn't, that wasn't too convincing. Well, if you like peanut butter, yeah, great. Awesome. Well, yeah, um, I do, mate. But yeah. you've got to remember, I am dieting on 1,800 oh, yeah. calories you're, you're thinking, so is it worth it? You're thinking is it's it worth it? But you're dieting on reasonably... You're not recklessly dieting, so it's uh, reasonably lame foods that you have. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you if you like a big, like a little chocolate egg filled with peanut butter, then yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Well, there's, there's Tom's review of the piece of <laughs> No shit, Sherlock. Well done, mate. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to. Um, I don't know what I'm I was gonna... expecting to be fair. I was just like, it's going to be like, I don't know. I thought like they'd blend the chocolate and the and the peanut butter together within the egg, like or like I uh, or like the kind of fondant stuff that's in a cream egg, but it's not. I just, just assumed it would be uh, like just the Reese's peanut butter, solid all the way through the middle, just, like the, just the fucking, like yeah, a solid basic, egg. Basically, it's not solid. It's just fucking sloppy peanut butter in the middle. Is it, oh, it's not like it's not like not, it's not like a Reese's normal like harder. Not that hard peanut. stuff. No, I don't think so. Unless uh, I had a, unless I had a bad one, I don't know. Well, no, you're probably right. To be fair. <laughs> I, I did think that would be a bit um, it'd be a bit much, but um, it's yeah. good. Anyway, it's good though. Go try it. You can, you, oh, good. You can, <laughs> all our listeners can leave a better review of what I just said, but yeah, they'll probably, I'll get ridiculed for that because the, the personal training industry is well known for loving peanut butter. Um, but yeah, it's, hel- it's a health food, mate. So yeah, it is health food. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, I, the news about Halo Top was, was massive for me because I've heard, I've heard reviews from people saying that there is now no need for them to eat Ben and Jerry's ever again. They See, say it's that mad, good. Right? And I'm like, that's a huge statement from these people who are, are, are foodies as well. To be fair to them, they like their food. Um, apparently, it's just as creamy, good texture. It's got chunks in it. What's the cost? A five pound a tub. It's five but, pound a tub. Jesus. But then Ben and Jerry's is four pound a tub. I mean, sometimes it's on offer. It's on offer but a lot. Right? I think for the for some, I, I, the way I was thinking about it, I was like, think about like, you know, if you're for female clients who never get to the you know, the heights of, say, 4,000 calories a day. Like me and you could eat 4,000 calories a day on a bulk. Easy, right? So a tub of Ben & Jerry's is 25% of your daily intake. It's probably okay. But for women, 
dieting obviously is a lot harder than on lower calories, but even when they're maintenance, so just to maintain their weight, they may only need 2,000 calories. So for them, at least they can now get a whole tub of ice cream when it's the time when it's the time of the month. You know, they can sit there with a whole pint of ice cream and just you know cry their um, their emotions what, what away. T- in the what time month. of the month is that? Oh, I don't know, mate. Just it happened. 20, it seems 20, happen, 27th? I mean, for me, it just happens nearly every day. I, I get shouted at. I'm in the mood. There's someone in the mood with me. But, uh, I mean, you know, I, I was told it should be once every four weeks. But um, I think I've got the uh, I think I've got a raw deal there. Cause my, <laughs> I, get, I get something like that every week. Um, but, yeah, no. So I think, um, I think it could be really good. And, yeah, hopefully. I will try some, fun. yeah. Um, there's... There's a Tesco well, literally in my building. I should probably the only use. reason that I thought of you, Tom, obviously not for the calories and the dieting thing, because you don't ever do that, is more, I thought about it more for the reason that the best flavor is the cinnamon bun flavor. Ooh. Apparently that's the best one. Wow. So I was like... Because it ranges from like about 320 calories down to like 200 and something. No, I think the vanilla's 280 or 260. 280. And then I think the highest is like 360, okay. 380 maybe or something like that. But um, obviously I reckon they've got all the other flavors over from America. Like I've seen them at the moment. They do like a birthday cake one, which is good apparently. They do a caramel macchiato, but they've only got like the basic flavors over here. But I just thought to myself, I was like, there's not really that many cinnamon ice creams. And I thought if that's a winner, mate, then yeah, that's you, know, you, could go to, you could take your, your pint of it to you know Nordic Bakery, you could sit there with your cinnamon <laughs> bun, and then your ice cream cinnamon bun. But um, yeah, they've got um, I think they've got like twenty grams of protein in a whole tub as well. So oh, that's, the reason, I'm, that's the reason I'm getting. That's the reason that's I'm getting it. Literally, yeah. I, I think I'd go. I I definitely have that post workout though. That'd be a little bit too much to stomach pre workout. Oh but, yeah, and it's, it, yeah. You just have it. But I just think I just think that's amazing. Up. I just. I can't work out how they did it. And like I said, people I've spoken to have had it, so they literally can't quite believe how they've done it. So yeah. I wait in anticipation for that. <laughs> yeah, not that I'm excited about it or anything. But yeah, I do I like it. spent the last five minutes talking about it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, people want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 2018. What's been happening so far, Dan? We are, we've hit a week, a week in. Apologies for the two week delay. Yeah, that was. Um, I was ready to go. I was. No, 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 no. We 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 had a chat prior, and I was like, no, I won't be back because I was I, flying I just, at like midnight. I I mean, guys, all I'm saying, <laughs> I should be your favorite presenter because I was sat here on the second of January texting Tom like, oh, so do you fancy doing one today or or not, or is it? Are you away? Oh, you're still on holiday, are you? Oh, okay, mate. Yeah, you take three week holidays over Christmas. Brilliant. Okay, I was off about three days. Tom took three weeks. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, I mean, sorry about that, guys. You, you, but no, I, the I, real text was like, "Oh, Bellum, are you back in England uh, or still in Norway?" And I took a picture of the snow. Yeah, and sent it back to me. And I'm like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're back with a bang. And, and like I said, this year we are going to get some bigger guests on. I know. If we, I put a post out today. It's quite unbelievable <laughs> about the, the kind of guests we've just had. Yeah, we're going to shoot some stars, I think, mate. It's quite good. Yeah, yeah we're going to go through that. We're going to so, We're going to get you know Joe Wicks. Uh, let's go for Joe Wicks, someone like that, you know, get him on. Um, I mean, he, it doesn't matter whether he has Halo Top or Ben and Joe's because he doesn't believe in counting calories, so he can have He doesn't month. believe in counting calories. It's uh, yeah, fictitious organisms to him. Um, so they don't they don't even exist, apparently. They don't, don't believe in them. So it's kind of like not believing in ghosts, that kind of thing, is his perspective on calories. So, which is it's fair, it's fine. But yeah, 2018 each, each started right, mate. It's been, um, it's been a bit, been a bit busy. But um, yeah, I heard. Uh... I don't like saying oh, I'm busy because it's like, well, yeah, you should be fucking busy. Do you know, what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, exceptionally so. But I'm not complaining. Just cracking on. Because it's, it's January, what... mate. Everybody, everybody's saying, oh, it's January. Get fit, get fit, get fit. Right. So if you want to go, 
Yeah, it's just every single time. You can do it any time a year you like, to be honest. Just a lot of other people doing it at the same time. Yeah, but yeah. Probably the, one of the worst things um, I've noticed about this uh, January is uh, it being called Veganuary. Yeah. Which I is... Mean, mate, well, we know vegans. Yeah. I mean, we've got a couple <laughs> that listen to the show. And, they're, and they're you know lovely what, I'm people. Sure and I'm sure that, you know, you guys that, that listen, you stuck with us through thick and thin. Uh, you don't care that we slag off vegans. Uh, like, you can still be here. Um, but it's one of those where I don't know how I'd feel if I was a vegan about veganism being promoted as like a, a month to be, to try out vegan or whatever without really understanding yeah. the ethics behind it. Like, again, we keep coming back to this whole thing of it's an ethical thing. It's not a, it's not a fitness thing. It's not a, it's a healthier thing. It's a, I don't like killing animals thing. So I hope that's being portrayed and it's not just a case of all the magazines and media jumping on the, the plant-based diet being wholly healthier because as we've established on previous podcasts, it, that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> um, but it is more ethical without, obviously without a shadow of a doubt. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. Interesting. Vegans. But Vegans. Stop, anyway, there's always, it's not Stoptober, that's a normal thing, isn't it? Um, what is it, Dry January? It's the normal thing. Which is fine. Dry January, yeah, it's, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's I a think. good one, right? Um, more people can do that it's good just don't drink it's not hard for Dan um, doesn't drink it's not hard for me because I don't, don't kind of crave it at all just, no I, just I'm, binge and then, uh, then I just don't like the fine. taste of it yeah. at all I'd rather have my uh, no added sugar cloudy lemonade although I am partial <laughs> to when I when I have the calories I am partial to a full sugar version of drinks because it's really nice oh, and really? there's something nice about the sweetness but that's my um, that's my little weakness <laughs> Drinking sugar killed me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's, it's quite good. But yeah, it's obviously because it's been January and stuff, we, um, we've had quite a, um, a massive influx of people do the uh, four-week free fat loss challenge at Team Box. So what's well, a challenge? Not really a challenge. Do whatever you want to do with it. Fat loss, right? Um, we've got a, um, a four-week fat loss program. Um, so Guaranteed yeah. to work. Well, it will do. Follow what you're supposed to do. But <laughs> some people do that or not is another thing. Um, so yeah, if you want to join that, um, if you go to the link in my Instagram bio, it's just there in the bio. You can click it. You well, join. It's absolutely free. That means the um, podcast isn't in your link. I know, bio. mate. Drastic, oh, wow. isn't it? But, um, it's just mad. Important, you know. It's important. <laughs> um, and yeah, you can basically join. We've got four weeks of, of coaching, kind of fat loss programming for free. You join the Facebook group. You go live in there, quiz the coaches, all that sort of stuff. Just, just um, I'm playing, de- playing devil's advocate. What is fat loss programming? Well, you basically put someone in a calorie deficit and then they lose weight. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about it's like, not anything exercises. fancy. Like It's not anything fancy, mate. Like, you know, you don't eat carbs after six or anything. It doesn't get into that much. <laughs> um, but literally, like, it's amazing how some of the people who are doing it already have said how just by looking at the data and having it on a sheet, they, it makes so much more sense to them. And they're like, oh, I can see where I'm going wrong or they can see how the thing, how everything adds up. And um, so, yeah, no, it's, um, it's pretty good. And like you say, why not get involved? Even if you, you know, even if you're a bit more advanced, you don't really um, think you need it or whatever. It's free. You might as well have a little look. Um, so yeah, over one thousand five hundred people joined that. So uh, yeah, that was unexpected. Mm. Uh, but yeah, obviously people jumping in January, and we want to save them from all their fatty, shitty diets. They'll be bombarded with detox teas and. Unfortunately, one thousand five hundred people are now on Team Box's email list. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's it mate and they're just going to get videos of this, bald, this bald head <laughs> <laughs> yeah. poor people you can poor, definitely, poor people. definitely slip a, a PPL podcast uh, link in there somewhere 
so we'll be right. Oh, mate, don't worry. I've slipped it in the back door. Don't worry. That's, that's, in the, that's one of the PPSs. PPS at the bottom. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Actually, you say that. Someone posted it in the group today. Does anyone have any good podcast recommendations? I already listened to Push Paul Legs, Muscle Box Radio. And I was like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that's good. And, and you're um, like, no, don't listen to it. Just go back and re-listen to all the others we just had. I put, I put Push Paul Legs first, then Muscle Box Radio, and then said, they're the only two you really need to, think, to listen to. So, <laughs> Um, I think I think she I think she had shredded by science there as well. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, right. keep um, So yeah, no, it's been a good start to the year. Like I said, just um, just busy, busy, and, and like we've talked about before we came on air, Tom, this is the year that we're going to decide to actually do something with this podcast and get it out to the masses. And we're going to try and be a little bit more. We're going to ask a little bit more of you guys. Um, again, you know, we haven't got any Halo Top to send you for free, or any kind of protein bars to send you for free. Unfortunately, right it's just me and Tom. We're just on our own um <laughs> again and um yeah we just want just ask a little favors of you like every soft on the show you know sharing it with your friends and posting about the show if you really enjoyed it takes a couple of minutes out of your day just to like write a little post on facebook so you go check this out or just tell your mates if they're interested down the gym and maybe show them how to download it on their phone i don't know just <laughs> little things like that gonna help because again you can send them you know you can post about it on facebook with a link but it might not reach people and if you really think someone would benefit it would it would mean a lot to us because we are just two idiots trying our best to help as many people as possible um i know we're boring i know we're not funny i know we chat shit but let someone else experience that you know so we might just ask a little bit more of you guys this year just to just to try and share it and you know help us reach a few more unassuming people <laughs> yeah you never know um yeah i think we should actually go on to the topic of today um as it is the the first first show of 2018 and what better thing to do than predict what's going to happen in 2018 i can see no nothing wrong with that so this is where this is basically the the show where we're just going to recklessly speculate um there's no there's no science involved no hashtag evidence based during this uh this show no. unfortunately um that will, that that phrase will make another appearance later in the show i'm i'm sure so um yeah so we're going to predict your trends basically for 2018 and if anybody's really that dogmatic they can uh, they can write these down and be like this is, or anybody who's in marketing or needs to buy stuff like bitcoin um you can just put all your money in these items or these concepts as you go through so this is these are going to be big and we're going to we're going to say the ones that need to need to die basically yeah but that, that might be a matter of opinion but it should be a general opinion and and i can pretty sure um the opinion on this podcast is 100% saying yeah, they should die. So, yeah, I mean, 100%, yeah, that's a democracy, right, Dan? That's how democracy yeah, works. Yeah, we both voted, so it's fun. Cool. Um, yeah, so we, I did put a post out both on my Insta and my Facebook. Only to my friends, though. They're all my friends. And they, um, but they were just talking about, basically because I had to write a, uh, a piece on it more than anything else. But, and I was, <laughs> I was plucking you lovely people's ideas. So we're going to go through, because we've got quite a lot of them. Um, I'm not going to be crazily good at saying who wrote them. Um, but if you know it was you, then well done. Um, should, we, should we have a little scroll through and then uh, we, can, yeah. we, can, we can explain why, why they're going to be big? Or what's going to happen? Or basically, these are all the people's views, and we'll see whether we agree with them. To be honest, um, and then I've written a few that I want to happen, or what I think will happen, um, because you know, I give you a few of mine. To be honest, to be honest, well, I, I put I 
pitched this to Dan in a pre pre show meeting, he didn't understand what I meant. So he was, doesn't know how to predict things. He just no, it's not in front of him happening. Well, I just oh, you know, you know what I mean, mate? I'm I'm just based on um, I'm based on evidence and evidence, science, and right, I'm just yeah, saying okay. you can't you can't base any these predictions on any kind of fact. It's just what you well, think. And, to be honest, anybody... mate, no one cares what you think. So, <laughs> everybody like, cares what I think. No, they don't. No one cares. <laughs> mate, not even your mum cares what you think. So wow. you're screwed. Um, yeah. A bit deep. A bit deep for 2018. Right, straight in. Straight with the mum joke. <laughs> yeah, straight with the mum joke, mate. All right, predicting trends. Um, I, I believe Alex Smith wrote this one, actually. Um, balloons. Yeah, balloons will be all the balloons rage. Balloons are going to be all the rage. So I actually got told this um, on a course I went to um, by who they think that balloons will... You know you know when uh, so the Olympics had all the cupping stuff going on? Yeah, yeah. That was the kind of the rehab thing, or blah blah blah. So they actually thought that. So the next thing you'll be seeing people with like balloons trying to like turn, switch switch off. I'm using air quotes here. Switch off their muscles um, mm. to try and chill themselves and relax down. Um, so it's a PRI thing. Um, if anyone didn't know that, Prostural Restoration Institute. They use it as a basically a thing to shut down to basically to do deep breaths out. Um, fully exhale, so breathing, I guess would that would entail. But balloons is probably that's where your stock goes. That's where your Bitcoin is. Blam, go trade, buy balloons. That's where it's going to be in the fitness industry. What do you think, Dan? Yes or no? Um, I just don't think it will make as much of an appearance on the more recreational scene. Potentially, professional athletes and stuff. You'll see them, you know, sat there by the pool or something before they go on a cycle doing it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and in rehab, obviously, and stuff like that. But um, I can't see it being um, being massive like in you know your local fitness first or whatever. Yeah. But. So I can't see it in either because the fact is it hasn't got any big supporting players of PRI. I don't think of that whole concept. I believe breathing mechanics, obviously, but the PRI concept has not taken, hasn't gone into like, I would expect like somebody like Mike Robertson's training systems or Eric Crezzy to be like trying to implement it and doing videos about it. They do stuff, they do talk about PRI, but they don't do that kind of the weird balloon stuff. They just actually get people to exhale. So maybe that's just going to happen um, more than anything else. Works the same if you just if you just learn how to exhale. It's great. Cool. Um, another one from Alex was uh, hands. So exercise. These kind of splits into kind of products, um, exercises. I guess theories, diets, lifestyle. So exercise. Hand supported split squats or hand supported Bulgarian split squats. Blam. So what I mean by that is giving yourself uh, another point of contact. So if you put your hand on something, you're immediately more stable because you got one foot on basically you can have two feet on the ground like in a split squat stance hand on something or you could have in the bulgarian split squat still two feet like one foot on the ground one on the on the, like a mm. bench or something and one on there and it allows you to be able to like dan would love this because it allows you to contract more in the uh the desi- designated muscle groups so handsome and one of the biggest things we know as trainers is or when you're setting up for bulgarian split squat is wobble around all, all over the place like people who are maybe that stable to perform it without the hand support Maybe they can do it with. Brad Loomis does the one with the um, he does the yeah. weight belt, doesn't he? he does a similar oh, one with sick, the weight belt. Yeah. What, that's a what, nice. That's a nice variation. What is that squat like? Because there's a weight belt. It's squat. Is it like? It's not a Jefferson squat. Am I? Am I being ridiculous? Is I don't called? know. I just seen him. I, I thought it was that. Like he does um, a yeah, 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 yeah squat, he does but he, just like hold on to the bar in front of him. But he has. Like, he goes two hands. 
and holding them onto the bar in front of yeah, him. Yeah, but I, I can't imagine he's like, you know, putting too much weight for no, it. No, just absolutely no. It's just literally he's, he's stroking the bar in front of him. But, but it looks fucking hard, um, whatever he's doing. He's just lifting some ridiculous amount of load. Um, but yeah, I love it. Why not bring him in? I do him already. Uh, Dan? Blam? Yes? I like them, mate. Yeah, I think they're good. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, they might. But are they going to take off in 2018? No. No? Okay. Don't think so, mate. No. no. Too hard. Just not going to get popularised well enough, you know? It's, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things. I think we've got to think about it two different ways. Is it going to take off in the fitness industry as, like, trainers doing it? I mean, maybe. I don't know about you, but I've, I've kind of been helping people, like, balance doing squats most of my life. <laughs> but anyway, um, and then we're talking, like, you know, fitness industry people doing stuff, and then obviously recreational people doing things. Mm. Um, and, like, in the, yeah, in the fitness industry, obviously, you know, when it comes to, to training people, you make the exercise as easy as it needs to for the, the person um yeah if you're if you're giving someone split squats to be doing and they can't balance anyway then yeah but there was it. there was like a bit of a trend last year i noticed a lot i don't know if it was just london media they used to there was a hell of a lot of things on uh, turkish get-ups like this is the new oh, core thing to do oh, this is like turkish this is... get-ups what is that about? <laughs> seriously like i think we we got taught them by by dean somerset didn't we I'm, I'm right. Look, and I've like, that was incredible. It, and, and I've been taught it, and I've I never taught it again. I understand <laughs> it from a really advanced point of view. If you ever hold things over your head and you want to get lie down on the floor and get back up again with them holding your head, <laughs> to be able to do it. But I remember I got, we got taught it, and I was like, "This is so fucking confusing, and this ain't going to get me any gains." So why am I doing it? Like, it was. <laughs> I hate the word. I hate you know. I hate functional training in general, but like, I don't understand the point. Yeah, like, there's bit... nothing functional. I never, I'm never lying down on my back with a weight there that I can't just stand up and deadlift the weight up. <laughs> when am I not going to be able to do that? Like, what, oh, I can hold a 16 kilo kettlebell over my head and stand up with it. Brilliant, mate. I can stand up and pick up 16 kilos off the floor. I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. I think you can stand up and pick up even more weight. Uh, no, steady now. <laughs> um, don't be stupid, mate. I did, um, I did my. Actually, we've just started doing deadlifts again in our program. Fuck me, I am so shit at deadlifts. I got like 140 for three and I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. And I was like, I am so fucking weak. Uh, yeah. And also I noticed as well, like slightly off a tangent, but we'll go with it, um, is that I'm, I was really, really good. I have been really good for a while at training between like the eight to 12 rep range. So I was on like, we were doing bench press with the barbell and I was like putting a weight on, I think I did like 60, 70 for like 70 for about 10 or something like that. We're warming up and we're going to do like twos. I think I maxed out at 85 for two, but I did 70 for 10. I was just like, you know, you're just like, oh, my CNS does not work. And it was like a session after Christmas, but you know, you're just like, Jesus Christ, you expect it to go up like normally. Like Brett Contreras talks about it a lot. He's like the percentage charts just, just it's not, doesn't work, it's not no. a thing. And um, it was just so funny. I was like, I used to be able to do 120 for one. Well, I was like, at some point in my life. Well, we've trained together before since you mean when you came over to London about, you must have been a year ago, but we're doing floor press. And I could, I could like, at that time, my one RM, well, right now, would be bigger than Dan's on a bench press. So in theory, my repping out at like 80 should be better than yours. But you would, you fucking flew past me on a, on a floor press. You were just like, what are you doing? Like, you're meant to be strong. I was like, yeah, I can lift this for like, like one. Like, I'm yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm strong. But repping it out like i got no chance it, it just exact feels really, of you. it just feels really different as well like <laughs> even like just deadlifting and just grabbing the bar right i can like again i've been rdl in right 100 kilos 
12 reps like fine not even like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to make out that i'm good that's not that's not good that's just all right and um no like lower back pain or anything didn't feel like my lower back at all all of my hamstrings feeling fine did 100 kilo deadlift off the floor as a warm-up for five i'm like fucking hell this is so heavy <laughs> like, what's going on and it's just it's mad how when you don't do something for a while it just it really kind of puts it in perspective that you know it is it's just a skill and uh, the only reason we're doing that of course is because steve did a powerlifting competition and won of course um and he wanted to prove to a lot of people that bodybuilders can powerlift so he did about <laughs> three weeks he did, i think he did three weeks training of like singles and doubles and triples and then had a deload week and then just went and won he a competition. did do he did do really was it a real competition because it, it was look, like it was the it first look like one it was the first competition <laughs> Watson, and they had like the proper light board with like judges and everything yeah. um so the people like failing lifts and stuff obviously like it's not just like a rock up and see what you can do um but he it uh, didn't, it didn't it, I, I realize i sound really like facetious of this but on all the videos that i've seen the commands weren't correct for any oh, no, of, like it right. wasn't like official judging it was just someone oh. who like like knew what they were roughly knew what they were doing um, <laughs> like like uh was it was he he was deadlifting right yeah because he didn't hold it up steve did a they did deadlifting and, and benching they just did that but um but no, and like, so since he's done that now, we're fucking going full powerlifting now. We've got like two reps in our programs. We've got four reps. We've got bands. <laughs> we've got fucking everything. Shit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I just started dieting properly and I'm having to do deadlifts <laughs> now on a Monday fucking morning. Um, so yeah, it's just... Um, but so I've no, been wanting to put this in your fucking program for about a year and a half, so... Mate, good. but you know, you, when you put in Bulgarian split squats, five sets of 20 each leg, fuck off. Right, we've got a massive tangent, mate. So yeah, fine. yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's trends and, you know, I was just saying... <laughs> Um, um, train like a powerlifter or a bodybuilder. Trend. Yeah. Um, the trend is never going to be a little bit both. is probably the best thing to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Any more trends? Oh, yeah. We've got loads, mate. Um, right. Uh, people using the word mindset again. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't. Yeah. It's boring. Been there. That, was, Next that, was, a, that was a trend of a couple of years ago, I think. Um, so this is, this is something that I think will come back. Um, so intermittent fasting, um, yeah. I've a bit of that. Actually. I think I think yeah. that's starting to gather storm again, and in particular, like clockwork dieting. So the kind we're of talk about that in uh, stupid things as well. So yeah, we will. But this isn't stupid. So uh, it does it does work. It's a it's a way of dieting. That's absolutely fine. If you do it again, if you're in a calorie deficit throughout the whole day, of course you'll you'll lose weight. Um, but clockwork dieting, it just puts a like basically rules upon eating. So 16 hours of that a day. You uh, don't eat. Eight hours a day is your eating window. I have to say, if if someone said to me, you've got a client and you, they can never track calories, yeah. you have to help them lose weight, um, how do you, How would you do it? That is one of the easiest ways. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can um, just... Don't ban, not banning carbs, not banning fats. You just literally go, right, there you go. Those In that window, you can eat three meals. Go yeah. for it. Like, you always just, do. Just be like you can split it, and especially if like weekends, you can if you don't if you don't particularly eat breakfast, then your mm. eating window is one pm till nine pm. It's definitely the one and I would. I, I would say a lot of people would probably fit into that, but they'd also be more conscious of they're doing it because you get implemented those rules. Mm. So I feel like with the way people probably can see that, and with the more like Fitbit, all that kind of stuff, they're probably more gathering steam of activity trackers. Um, which is bringing me on another tangent because I have a Fitbit and also have an Apple Watch. And I, I think I'm going to do that this week. Um, I want to test the accuracy of both, so I'm going to do a little experiment on that and release the results next week. So it should be fun because I'm convinced 
premise that the Fitbit overestimates how many steps you do. We'll find out. I'm convinced of this. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, that um, means you're assuming that the Apple Watch is right then. That's, that means that. I think, yeah, the Apple Watch is either right or obviously the other what hypothesis happens, would so be what if happens, it's what, what happens if the Fitbit comes back higher than the Apple Watch but the Apple Watch under-calculates steps? Like how then, you, then you've, not got got a, anyone, you've not got anyone actually counting your steps, have you? No, but Dan, this is the, the, the way you do it is you'd, I'd walk at a pace on a treadmill for, say, at like four or five kilometers per hour. I'd have like a clicker or I'd count my steps for 30 seconds. And wow, then, that sounds real boring. And then, uh, then you'd be like, all right, for the next half an hour, I'm going to watch what steps are on here, record, make this on my Apple Watch, steps on my other wrist, what's on my Fitbit. And then I will know if I stay at the same speed for the next half an hour, just multiply it. I know exactly how many steps I would do at that speed. So therefore, that's how many steps I would do per half an hour or hour. Therefore, we'll know what it is. Mate, you have uh, got far too much. <laughs> it's just been in my head for the last three or four months since I bought my Apple Watch. And I've just been like, it's wrong. Like, either the Apple Watch or the Fitbit is wrong. Because on a normal Monday, I work from 7 a.m. till 7.30 p.m. Like, and I'll have about nine clients, nine, ten clients during that time. And on my mm. Fitbit, I would normally do about 25,000 steps. My Apple Watch has given me about 19,000 steps. So I'm like, that's a big difference. The 6,000 is a big difference. So I'm a little bit like, right, some, and everybody, they're like, when you talk about Fitbit, people who don't have Fitbits or don't have step counters always, oh, but how accurate are they really? And always my thing is, oh, but it's more accurate than employing somebody to count your steps all day or you counting your steps. Mm. So it's the best thing we have. So it'd be interesting to see. They're two popular items. So they're obviously not really in the same price range so the Apple Watch is a little bit more expensive but meh. we'll see mm. I should get a Garmin one as well right so steal somebody else's Garmin one I mean I think you should email Garmin and just say look I've got a thousand followers on Instagram one. <laughs> I'll do this experiment yeah. see what happens um, um, yeah. yeah but um, intermittent fasting clockwork dieting yeah coming, I can see how that, I back. think that is something that will, cut, that will cotton on I can yep. see that They'll come back. These things always do the rounds, don't they? It was 5-2 a few years ago when, when it was whatever's... Oh, by the way, I hate January TV. Like, it is, everything's a diet show. It's mad. Um, yeah, decided I hate it. Yeah. I'm not even a nutrition man, and it's just it killing me. Um, yeah, cool. All right, hit training. Mm, no, I feel like that's been a thing. No. No, uh, it's, it's been a thing for the last year. Don't think that's going to be another thing. I think, um, hopefully, because even with CrossFit, you don't hear much from CrossFit nowadays as well. No, they kind of peaked, haven't they? They've kind of peaked and gone. And a lot of the CrossFit facilities are kind of meh. And they call themselves S&C facilities now, shockingly, because they've got all the equipment for S&C. And now they're just doing it. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> I liked this one. Uh, reckless if it fits your macros. No. <laughs> by that I believe that it's means, already pretty reckless yeah <laughs> means if it fits your macros obviously you get the scope of uh, eat whatever the fuck you want with without any reasoning and if it fits your macros you're fine um, so that's where the whole kind of premise of like I'll eat just ice cream and protein shakes comes from and all this stuff we're not saying obviously you can do that and lose weight or you can do that and gain weight but it's probably not the healthiest way to do it I'll go out of limb and say that. It's not the whole mm. healthiest. It's not what we would recommend. 
But it's what the like people come back and say to us when uh, when we'll say it's oh it's macro counting or whatever flexible diet and they're like oh you can do you just uh, you're not going to be very healthy but oh, we didn't say anything about that but all your markers will go down anyway because you lose weight it's fine the, th- the uh, thing I the thing I love about that whole argument as well I just I love it is that there was that guy who did the ice cream diet yeah and actually improved all his blood lipids yeah even all his health <laughs> markers improved and the same with the guy who ate nothing but McDonald's for that long and lost weight like. <sighs> They improve their health markers, so they can't even say, "Oh yeah, but how healthy are you?" No, you get healthier. You fucking morons. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, next one is flexible dieting. Should be a thing. It's just a thing. It's not. A, it's not a trend. It's a. It's that's life. It's fun. I actually think my, so. So my my one of my predictions is actually that people are going to move away from flexible dieting. You reckon? Yeah, I don't think you're going to see. You'll see obviously the extremes you just talked about. But I actually think people are now going more towards uh, you still have to eat healthily. Like they're, they're going towards, uh, yeah, calories count, but you're better off eating salmon, rice, peas than you are eating fucking burger and chips or whatever. Like stuff we kind of know. Yeah. But I actually think they're going to try and popularize it a little bit more and just get a little bit more like, I don't know, just like, just more into like not a meal i don't want to say a meal plan but i can just sense we're going back Pla- to this like planned out meals uh. no but back to this kind of like more like intuitive eating like yeah. oh yeah eat this monday to friday then on the weekends intuitively eat and like i don't know i can just i feel it's coming there's something there there's predicted diets from me and dan i'm going clockwork dieting dan's going some airy fairy thing I just don't know. I just don't think <laughs> dieting is eating, just. I just eating don't healthily. think it's. It's not even that. Like I tell you who it is. It's there's a couple of people I follow on Instagram, uh, women working on Harley Street, work in London, that sort of thing, and they're big on their like healthful bowls, and they're like, but there's preaching a message that calories count, um, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're all. It's always going to be. They always eat healthily. Yeah, it's never like, oh, like we would post like, oh shit, it's going to fit my macros, but I'm eating a burger. Or yeah, look at this Reese's egg. Great, awesome. But they would never seem to post anything about the kind of shit that they can eat, even if they just believe in calories. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Who knows? knows? Um, All right, predictive superfood. Uh, I did enjoy this one because seaweed, (laughs) kelp. New superfood that's going to be intertwined in things like protein, and uh, so can you get like seaweed protein bars? Is that an, is that going to be a thing? That probably will be a thing. Yeah, probably will be a thing. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, why? Yeah, why the fuck not? Like, I've, five years ago, I didn't know what chia seeds were. Then uh, apparently, a lot of people can't even live without them. So, yeah, I, I mean, the kale marketing guys have done unbelievably well. Chia seeds, whatever, fucking avocados are probably the king of marketers. Um, those guys are doing unbelievably well. So, yeah, why not? They've got made seaweed sexy, right? That could be their, they'll, slogan. They'll That's find their it, slogan. They'll find a way. So, yeah. making, making seaweed sexy. There's our title right now. Uh, there you go. Show you podcast. Bam. Right, um, next next one, because uh, this is this was in my food category. I put a Halo Top in massive capitals. It's going to be the year of Halo Top. Because it's in our country, and me and Dan will probably we, we so in the last two years we've done fifty episodes a year. If we both start eating Halo Top, most of the podcast will start with I had a I had a thing of Halo Top. Mm. So I'm gonna have to, it's gonna be mentioned a fair bit. 
I would have thought so. If it's as good as what it's made <laughs> it's out good, to be, I think yeah. that's, the, that's the thing, right? Is we don't know yet. We can't. I mean, we can't I mean, it's all, we've got to we've got to try it, and it could be in the runner for a pulley award. We could do ice creams this year. We could do best best food. Fuck, great. Mm. <laughs> but then all of, all all of these could be uh, just nominated for biggest fad. So it's fun. Worst <laughs> prediction is going to be interesting. Um, fermented foods going to be a thing. Um, possibly. See, when this was said, I wrote back and I was like, all I can think about is like off fish, like fermented fish. Like I've just been to Norway and that's one of their delicacies, right? They just, they put like rotten fish in the bottom. Well, they'd put normal fish in, in some hole, salt it and then they eat it in a bit. Apparently my girlfriend's had it. She said it was all right. Yeah. <sighs> I don't believe her. Um, but yeah, fermented foods, meh. I don't. It just it's it, it's a bit of a shutdown for me. It fermented means blech, gone off. Yeah, I mean I've heard people <laughs> try um, fermented shark, and they said it was the most horrific thing they've ever <laughs> smelled. Fermented shark. Yeah, it's just not nice. Don't like that. No. Uh, I'm just a bit odd, isn't it? I just don't. <laughs> I just don't get why you need to do that. But you know, healthy bacteria and gut healing and everything. <laughs> oh no I did read somebody about gut he- something about gut healing today and I was just <sighs> but but trolling days are dead mate so I'm not trolling 2018 trolling not going to be a thing no. helpfully giving it's advice there's a difference between trolling and giving advice like, yeah, <laughs> and helping people out but um, yeah it's um... I'll get lured in at some point I'll get tagged enough oh rubbish. that's the thing no. you always do don't you <laughs> So, yeah, um, next one. So I don't think fermented foods, meh, no. Um, kind of types of exercise, so hybrid workouts. So the one that was posted was hit yoga. <laughs> so I guess hybrid... Hit yoga? Yeah, I, I fucking have no idea. So this obviously means two concepts and just mash them together in some sort of weird marriage. So, um, yeah. Hit yoga, is that going to be a thing? Or, or pick pick two, like... Obviously, you've got strength and conditioning. That's probably stuck. Um, CrossFit. I don't know. CrossFit probably fucking takes all of it, though. So, hit yoga. I don't understand how... What about, hit, how what about ice-cold Pilates? Well, not hot yoga. You got Not hot yoga. Pilates. Cold Pilates. Cold Pilates. Yeah. Everybody's, like, <laughs> pulling up with, like... <laughs> they're yeah. trying to stretch, and they just pull muscles all the time. That'd be great. Good idea, <laughs> great. For, for injury clinic, perfect. Put one I mean, yeah. Oh, they could do a cryotherapy, like... Yeah. Cryotherapy. You can't do yoga. What's going to be something that's pretty, like bars and bells or like uh, body pump? Cryotherapy, body pump. Amazing. It's a cold concept. They're probably, I tell you what, um, I tell you what probably will happen actually. Altitude group training. Oh, fuck off. With the masks on. Because uh, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That's you said it. altitude. I actually thought of in an altitude chamber and I was like, oh, that's even a stupid idea. But. Yeah, sure. Out, that might be a thing. That probably is a thing. In professional yeah. sport, that's probably a thing. Um, sadly. I hope not, Dan. I hope, and because guaranteed, we're going to get fucking tagged in it. So, no. no. Raise my wick, mate. Um, right, there's two things that we probably some, I got tagged in one the other day was anabolic stretching and anabolic cardio, right? Yeah, I saw that the other day, anabolic stretching, yeah. Anabolic stretching, because Tony G posted, he's put it on, which, but it just, it did just like, like, an increased stretch of an ISO hold, 
to be honest. It was like it was like I I would call that loaded stretching. Yeah, loaded stretching. I don't think I call it. I don't think you can call it anabolic. Ana- anabolic, it's kind gen- of proven. Like anabolic generally means rebuilding, right? Am I an idiot? Yes. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I don't see. I how... just don't think. I just don't think you can call it anabolic. Oh, I, I don't think you can I call just... it anabolic. I, I feel like loaded stretching. Loaded. Yeah, loaded. I prefer loaded stretching. Loaded stretching. I can see that because I wrote that down as a thing that I I want to. Enforce, enforce people. Loaded stretching is fine. That's cool because you can mm. do load. You can just shove a load on where a stretch you want to go. Dorsiflexion, just all right. It's in a load yeah. that way. It's cool. It's absolutely fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, it's something I'd implement. I don't see. I would quite happily give that to people to increase range of motion. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've used it before. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I just think. So go off and use that range straight after. But loaded stretching, that's, that can be a thing. I don't think it will take off because it's not. It's not sexy. Stretching is generally not sexy, but yeah. yeah. But foam rolling took off, so but you need we need to like some sort of fatty like instrument to do it with. That's the only thing. Uh, bands, bands, of course. Her Laura loves a band, so we're all good. She can, mm. she can be the face of that, right? That's it, mate. Mm. <laughs> cool. Next one. Um, thick coins. Yeah, sure. Bitcoin is going to be one. Uh, yeah. We've we made that. We can make that. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, you can invest in it now. If you want to send yeah, me some money, yeah. I mean, some... I mean, the, the the fact is that the the pushball leg lo- pushball legs logo is a circle for a reason, and we fought two years prior that that's going to be the front of front of Bitcoin. And each different uh, kind of percentage of Bitcoin will have a different concept. So it might be upper body lower, like I don't know, on the front of another one. Um, we might put Stephen Box's face, so Team Box logo on another one. Who knows? We just actually instead of the faces of the queen, you have each face of every team box coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to invest, guys, it's five grand for a coin. So yeah. one fit coin is five grand. I'm we'll, setting the we'll, price now. We'll send you it. Just email email team box or me. Absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Send so. us your money through PayPal. And we promise, <laughs> we promise, promise, we'll send you it back. We'll send you, the, <laughs> send you the fit coin back, and then you can watch it fly up. Any market, cool. Um, so I wrote a different section on this because that's the that was those are all the listeners, like all people that actually yeah. gave me ideas. It's amazing um, stuff I want to see. So I feel like we've got the like kind of large groups doing horseshit exercises all together. Um, um, I would like to see small group training in like S and C or just small group resistance training. In, but more to the point, in commercial gyms. Mm. So I'm not talking because I know it already happens in S and C facilities and like your double W tens and stuff like that and your Fit Three Sixty. Watson yeah. probably do it a little bit, maybe if that's their thing. Probably I don't know actually. They're just probably bodybuilding. They're probably not doing mm. it. So there's a lot of like um, uh, six. Is it six three nine? They probably do. They they've got good good crack down there. But in, in I'd like to see it in places like. Gymbox or Virgin or these big chains that have got the space, but they need to shut down a certain area, and you'd pay like maybe there'd be like four or five of you. That's it. You're locked in for like eight weeks. You get taught like squatting, blam blam. Then you get a full program. You all do it together. That'd be mm. sick. I think that'd be cool. There's a concept, people. Go do it. There's a massive. Um, there's just a massive gap in the market for people who I think can't afford personal training. Yeah, and you pay end up paying want, thirty quid each or something like that. And but yeah, want that sort the trainer, of level of the trainer will get one hundred and twenty quid per hour. Like if they're mm. there for an hour, that's shit hot. Yeah. That'd be great. 
You just need the. Well, if only if only we knew someone who was like in a in an up in a you know high up position in a gym chain. That could I, I wonder. Imp- I wonder what uh, first base might be implementing at some point in the next few. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that be, it might be something that I will be implementing in Canary Wharf. That'd be sick because they've got the space, and we're redoing an area. So yeah, that's... if you did that in Marlebone, you would have to shut down the gym. So <laughs> yeah, I can't do it there. So I need I need a bigger facility. So yeah, be be pretty cool though if you're in a commercial gym and you work with people then why well you know your boss pitch it okay you're stealing my idea i didn't invent that small group training but they're doing real group training for only like three or four people awesome we do paired sessions anyway so just add another couple add another pair it can be two couples that'd be awesome Easy. not awesome sorry uh it's a quid 2018 started badly on that one yeah, I mean, you yeah. yeah that's it you owe a lot of money <laughs> All right, um, exercise. I wrote um, loaded carries because I'm the massive loaded carry man. You're gonna, you're gonna be the one that shouts about them. So, yeah. <laughs> all, all twenty of my followers will be doing loaded carries soon. So, brilliant, mm. brilliant. I'm gonna say nearly all of my clients do them. So yeah, fuck off. All right, um, probably not gonna be a thing though because it's not sexy, but gets your heart rate pumping. Ooh, yeah, my zone. I think that might be a little bit bigger in gyms now as well. My zone. My zone. Uh, so uh, working to heart rate zones, basically. Because obviously you do it like for football, but in pro sport. But I don't see why that can't be implemented in uh, in classes and checking people in zones. Just like what bike kids. But this will be conditioned yeah. to heart rate. So it would be interesting to see. Because there's a lot of like high-octane hit training. And if we say true hit, you're meant to recover and come down to like a safe heart rate and then go back up again and you're mm. going to be there for a certain amount of time that would be actually doing it scientifically but that's that's probably probably bullshit it's too too evidence-based sounds like too much hard work to me <laughs> yeah um and also a lot of cleaning because you have to clean the things uh, they stink uh. after a while uh, mine stinks I would wash it so um and then my last one i think just a philosophy um train Train your lower body like an athlete and your upper body like a bodybuilder. That's going to be my philosophy for the next year. That's my uh, philosophy for life, only the athlete that I choose is cricketer. <laughs> so I just have a big old body. <laughs> just train my body. Um, yeah, no, I like that, mate. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That means I don't have to do any squats or deadlifts now. You just have to do like, you just have to do um, like, like, like lunges and, and like, yeah. things. So it's just cool. it's like cool. those explosive ones that you kind of touch a box and then Straight yeah, or like all. no, just half squats and, and jump in, and then like or squats and a bosey yeah. ball because that's what all the pro sport athletes do. So and I they, have to train like an athlete. So. They don't do any like eccentric phases either. All their deadlifts, they just drop. So exactly. so don't need mate, it. I'm well, I'm well on board with that. <laughs> Done. And bodybuilder, you just get a sweet pump. You just do arms, right? Yeah, amazing. Bench press every day. Do a bit of arms, and then oh, concepts coming out of my ears, mate. Wonderful. Sounds like you work for a gym. <laughs> Any 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 uh, predictions you want to see, or any no, trends? Any, I, any I, ridiculous trends that you think that are going to appear? I want to. I want to. What I want to see it's never going to happen. Is the online training world become a far more educated place? I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, but I do think that this year could see like the peak of online trainers. Like I think after this year, we'll start seeing less and less people doing it because. More and more people now are realizing that you know they've been it's in hard. it for a year or two, and they realize that it's fucking hard. 
and you can't just like rock up and send someone a meal plan and think that you're going to get results out of people. And um, I think some people have have tried to systemize it, maybe, or they've tried to, you know, think of it as an easy way to make some money. And they've realized that actually you still have to work hard, and you know the systems are all well and good, but if you don't have people coming through the door, it doesn't work, and all this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I do wonder if potentially it's peaked a little bit, um, but yeah, I, I don't think so. But I. I would like to think it it will become better, much like the personal training industry. I suppose I think the pool is becoming bigger, but it's becoming more saturated. But it just means that, in my opinion, if you're good, it's easier to rise to the top. I don't I don't think it's a problem more people are doing it. I just wish more people would think about whether it's actually right for them or not. I think too many people are jumping into it. Yeah. Um, as a profession. Um, you know, and I've even had days in the last year where I've thought, oh, actually, I still would want to do some in-person stuff, and I've considered getting back into it. And you know, I think I'm slightly a little bit successful, a little bit with it. And I've still had those feelings and think, oh, what's the point? It's it's hard work, you know. So I think I can't imagine. I see people all the time struggling and posting messages in groups and free groups and business groups, and just think sometimes, you know it's hard like and people just aren't cut out for it just like everyone's not meant to be a footballer and get paid for it and just like not everyone's meant to be you know good at a sport and stuff i think it's just a skill that if some people just don't seem to have the ability and they think it's all about you know facebook ads and shit it's like mate it's just not even about that like you barely do any like it's and yeah it's just i just think it's interesting but um we'll see on that front Mm. I suppose, but yeah, I don't really have any other trends other than the ones we talked about. Um, like I said, to you, I think with nutrition, I think vegans still going to be going strong at the start of this year. I think that's still going to be a, a massive thing. Yep, can't see us getting away from that. I think everything's going to much like now you have um, obviously gluten free and dairy free sections. They're just going to have vegan sections. They will have. Um, they won't have. They, you know, I know people. Some people have vegetarian like freezer bits, but I literally mean they're going to have place it uh, literally i know i know people are going to shouting down that you know shouting at me now going it's called the fruit and veg oil <laughs> i get that <laughs> but i mean like they'll actually have a, a spot for like products that are vegan because hmm. um, i'm like you i thought it would just be the fruit and veg oil you wouldn't buy anything else yeah. but um i think they will start having things like you know things like um they obviously have like vegetarian pies and stuff they'll make them but with no butter no anything they'll just be like certain things like that that's what i mean sausages shit like that you know I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, no yeah. Everybody knows what you mean. Usually they do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Trends that need to die. Um. Well, altitude masks is one. Um. I've got two written down. Altitude masks is definitely a big one. They they need to die quick. Um. um the the overuse of the word two words evidence based. I think that's I think that's that's going anyway, mate. I think, yeah, I think that's I think slowly. That's dying. It needs to die. Um, the the three the phrase um, which I hear quite a lot: switching on and off your muscles. So I need to switch on your glutes, or I need yeah, to... activating. Yeah, activating and switching yeah. on. Yeah, like because it doesn't work as it is. No, it's well, just, it does. It's just weak. <laughs> it does work. It's just maybe neuromuscularly you don't know how to kind of squeeze it on and not squeeze it on just fucking use it properly squeeze it on squeeze it, squeeze on. it on activate it on activate it I haven't got a fucking button I'll tell you actually there's a, I'll tell you a trend I've got a trend 
I think we will start seeing better um, research being published in this area of like things that we discuss regularly, just because there's a bit more of a movement to evidence. Because all, all of the uh, all of the big everyone, researchers will be listening uh, to our show. That's why. But everyone that hashtags <laughs> evidence based, everyone that hashtags evidence based won't be able to read the journal and understand it. But they'll just still just tag that and they'll still just read the blurb on the abstract and they'll oh, yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool. It's fine, mate. It's, it, the science will be out there to the masses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Already yeah. is, mate. You've just got to know where to fucking look. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, like, it's just a bit of a, I want to say, what's the word? Echo chamber. That's the word. Mm. Echo at the moment. Good, good word. That's word of 2018 already. That's Great. it, mate. I think, I think at the moment there is a bit of a, the people, there you go. That's, this is my prediction. The people <laughs> who can get out of their echo chamber and they're not in one and they can see the fitness industry for the whole thing that it is will be successful those who stay in their echo chambers will constantly belittle and troll people uh, and they'll stay within a little echo chamber and they'll complain this time next year that they haven't been successful again and there won't be anywhere near they want to be again uh, and if the people who break out of those echo chambers and don't stick in one and actually embrace other ideas and other concepts will go a lot further that's my that's my prediction people who actually have their own brain and don't just steal other people's ideas and you know their analogies and their thing without credit in them those kind of people um so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah we'll see so they're trends there are predictions of all of uh 2018 mm. a lot of them mate um i hope they all come true <laughs> i reckon i reckon none of them are gonna fuck come true. imagine if we got to the end of the year and either even none of them come true or all of them come true what would be worse None of them. I don't know. Just imagine we're the face of like, I don't know. Imagine we'd be like prophecies. People, the, people might be like, <laughs> these guys are the faces of fermented foods. Nah, don't oh, do that. Okay. <laughs> All right, stupid things on the internet, mate. Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Oh my god, morons! <laughs> Absolute morons. So I logged in to an Instagram live video the other day. Shit. Was it Mike's? No, it wasn't Mike's. Uh-huh. No, it was um, it was just a stupid. <laughs> so I was watching this Instagram live video with Mike, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm going to quote two things that I heard on this Instagram live. And I was only on it for about fucking three minutes. And it was about an hour long. Um, so, yeah. Number one. The question was, what do you think about intermittent fasting? So, again, you know, we talked about. Um, <laughs> I don't like intermittent fasting. It it's not good for your hormonal balance and it imbalances your hormones. <laughs> Did the same thing twice, what? but good. What? what was that, mate? What? How does that happen then? Yep. You know what you're talking about. So that was number one. Number two, and I'm quoting this, and again, word for word, I remember it word for word. Under no circumstance ever should you replace a meal with a shake. Under no circumstance ever should you replace a meal with a shake. That is possibly some of the worst <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. Man. This guy, this to be fair, the guy also went on to talk about um, calories do matter to a degree. Um, and also <laughs> talked about saying, someone asked what's the best alcohol on a diet and he was kind of like, oh, you know, you know you can't have that on a diet. But if you had to have it, you'd have vodka, lime and soda, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's a good answer, mate, to be fair. But um, clearly doesn't know a fucking thing about hormones um, or about meals and shakes. So, yeah, and like, well, this is the thing we're starting to realise with this four-week thing, right, is 
the people the people who need our help are being talked to like this like they're giving that shit information so you know we've got questions like can i skip a meal can i skip breakfast do i have to eat breakfast do i have to have my carbs before six do i have to have them at any time of day it's like is fruit making me fat it's like these are still the things that are peeing and talked about by these fucking people i know they do because i've seen other stuff they post um so yeah it's just it's frustrating isn't it but you know like i said mate that's why we have to help we have to help we do yeah so we're here helping providing a service um so yeah if anyone wants to direct message me where they think i heard that from let's play a little game it's fun <laughs> uh, we'll see who gets it right if anyone gets it right i'll let them know um no slander though please let's not let's not go around yeah. accusing people of shit like um but if you, anyone else saw it then let me know so yeah there you go tom that's the stupid thing this week on instagram we should do it maybe just on Instagram. Maybe we should just reflect. Because everything, let's be honest, most of it is from Instagram. It like, it's literally yeah. Instagram, isn't it? So. But I don't know, because you get more hilarious comments on Facebook. That's the you thing. Do. You, 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 do. Get, you get much better. So in, in order of social media and of how bad the kind of clientele for people commenting is, Instagram is quite nice. Like yeah. nice people generally Fa- get more facebook comments. is like a middle ground for a bit shit and youtube is the fucking shittest like people in the world and they're just brutal so if you ever scroll through people who've got a lot of comments on or a lot of like thumbs down because you can vote down right on <laughs> on youtube right so if you've got a lot of thumbs down go read the comments because it's absolutely hilarious so hence why me and dan don't you don't do youtube anymore because uh <laughs> too many thumbs down mate and it was far too long to do. So yeah, too much, <laughs> too much effort. So all good, mate. All right, we've cracked 2018 episode 101. Not going yeah. to room 101, but that's good. And if you've listened this far, guys, I'd love it if you could write us a review on iTunes. That would be amazing. That would really help. I think we're up at like mid 50s. It's not right. A bed. <laughs> it's not too bad, actually. Maybe we'll read them all out as well, and that can be a long show. <laughs> can well, one of them is like one better. word. <laughs> Harry, Harry just wrote one word. He just, put, he just put, it's lit. <laughs> fair enough. Um, that's all yeah, the effort we so, want, to be fair. So that's fine. Um, yeah, like, like again, guys, it's just those little things. Like, I, know it, I, know it's, I know it's, you know, sometimes you listen to the podcast and you haven't, literally haven't got your computer or iTunes there to write a review, but yeah, um, it does help us. It really does help us, and it's, it's nice, and we do like to know you guys are listening and like you say, we do know that there are slightly more than 55 of you out there. Uh, <laughs> so we'd really like it. If you could do and that. also, we, we might as well put a post out in, because it is 2018, we will be looking at another guest, another guest, <laughs> a few guests. I mean, we try to hit 11 to 12, so one a month um, for the show. That is the goal. Um, and to be honest, we haven't had any repeat gigs yet, so we probably are going to keep not having repeat gigs. We're going to go for, hopefully... 12 new fresh faces. I mean, unless Emma Story Warden wants to come on and, and, you know, redo her burger choice. I don't know. Just talk about broccoli and how Brussels sprouts are the king. But yeah, no, I think if you've got, guys, <laughs> got any suggestions, well, if you've got any suggestions from, you know, left field, absolutely out there, yeah. then let us know. We can see what we can do. But I think we're going to be a bit more proactive with asking people and being a bit more uh, ballsy with asking people. So throw some names at us. We'll see what we can do. Don't fucking say like Phil Heath or something stupid. <laughs> I know we're going to be ballsy, but we're not fucking idiots. Yeah. Believe it or not. Um, It'll be, we'll get a shit ton of like polyquin ones now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. All right. All right, welcome to 2018, guys. 
That's it. Let's Thanks roll. for listening. Another, another 49 episodes to do this year. <laughs> All right. Catch you later.